All right, guys, welcome to episode 15 of the Self Love Effect podcast. I'm your host, Desiree Toppings, and I am just so excited. I'm over the moon about this episode in particular because this woman in particular inspires so many of us in the community and community in general. I know you guys already, those of you who listen are like, oh, she must be a street parker. And she is. Um, but before I introduce her, I want to, because I know I'm going to get to chatting, I want you guys to say, take a second to close your eyes and repeat after me. Who I am is okay. And that what I am doing is good enough. Of course, I make mistakes and get off track sometimes. But that doesn't mean that I'm not as good as everyone else. No one is perfect and that's just fine. I love myself. I love myself. I love myself. All right. So whew, this person, woman in particular is all about women empowerment and she just doesn't empower women. She empowers men. Um, but she is just so full of life and I aspire to be just like her. Um, she's an empty nester, a retired marriage and family therapist, and also a retired cross country coach, which your endurance is out <laughs> of this world. <laughs> so with me today, I have Deborah Egley Flanagan. Yep. I hope I didn't butcher that, but also known to the community as street Parker 61. Thank you, Deborah, so much for being on this podcast, for saying yes. And it is a complete honor to have you here and just talking with you and finally getting to meet you. So well, it's just so sweet. It's an honor for me to be here. So I must say that invited is an honor. <laughs> I am just so happy to have you here. Um, I feel like not just the community, but everybody that comes across your page is just so inspired by not just what you do because you work out your you're the workout queen but you also just radiate sunshine i see you doing these meetups and these women like they look up to you inspire them i know i want to be just like you like and and it has nothing to do with age it's what you bring it's how you inspire these people around you and I just, I love the pictures. I love the videos. I love your mother. Um, you're just, you're just sunshine. You are sunshine and I am just so excited to have you on. So I wanted to start off by asking you, what does self-love mean to you? Mm. Yeah. So self-love would mean to me the ability to really care deeply about myself to uh i thought of the serenity prayer i was like to change the things that i can't change and the courage to change the things i can and wisdom to know the difference and i think that's really the journey that i am on right now um i mean we can speak about self-love with our bodies and um mine is probably my all the sun damage that I probably have to work through, but it's not so much accepting my body for me, but it's a self-love of who I am and um, the complexity of 
of myself and my upbringing and just the journey of my life. And, and I think that my self-love and self-acceptance got delayed because I started my family and I got absorbed in that. So I'm really at the cusp. I'm really at a rich spot of the journey of self-love at 60 years of age. That's so beautiful. And it's so beautiful too, because you mentioned, you know, I feel like as moms, we sometimes lose our identity in building our family and having our kids always putting our kids work first. And there's nothing wrong with that because, you know, as moms, that's, that's what we do. It comes naturally. Um, but it's after that, that we have to kind of find ourselves again. Right. And yeah. So yeah, how has that journey been for you? I would say it's been really hard. It's, um, yeah, I don't, I don't even know where to start. It's, it was such a place of identity for me. I mean, I dreamed of being a mother. I came from a family of five. I wanted five. I had five. Um, and then to realize who am I? And as I now grow myself, how am I met by others as I now am creating more of a voice? Mm -hmm. I think that's where my self-love is coming, is really hitting a wall. Like we spoke about that I started psychoanalysis two years ago. Yeah. And it started because I hit a wall with, with, with my voice and embracing others. And I knew that there was trauma, there were some things inside that needed to be explored. And I had already, I mean, I was raised in the church. Um, I know every book of the Bible. I knew John three, I mean, I know the verses. Um, I'd gone to seminary. I'm a marriage and family therapist. I know my genogram. I know three generations. It's like, I was like, there's something really blocking my journey here. And, and I'm still very much on it. Um, at my last session, she challenged me in terms of, she said, Deborah, for your personal growth and for your autonomy, what are you doing to move forward in that? And what dreams do you have to give up to move forward in that? And so when you talk about self-love and self-care, it's hard. It's mm -hmm. hard because I've been defined as a mom, a coach, a street parker, and everything's fine until you speak up and say, but this is what I need, or I don't like that. And that's why I, I have three things written down. It's that in the relationships I have, am I considered, recognized, and respected? And if not, what then? So Desiree, you think about that, you, that, that, what growth has to happen for you to navigate for a person, not just me or you, but for a person to navigate through that, that's where self-growth comes. I mean, you have to honor yourself with all the complexity and the knowing that other people may not understand. And they never knew this part of you. You were busy being a mom in this. And, but it's like, and really it's a side that like really my playful side is out with street parking. That's my, <laughs> my playful and my playful part, but that joy comes because I've also carried deep sorrow. And I think 
when you have carried the complexity of sorrow, you just so much want to love other people and not bruise the fruit. Like I, I just like with like just being around the other street parkers and the girls that come, like I just need them. Like I need them. I need you. I, to be invited into this is my honor. What you're saying by you inviting me is going, you have something worthy to say. Well, don't we all yearn for that? You know, and so that's all part of like self-love is accepting that and going, wow, wh what do I have? And who am I that, that is worthy of a voice? And so I think as an empty nester, I'm finding myself and finding self-worth, but it's not easy. It's um. It's hard because I have to, I'm now getting in touch with deeper desires of mine and it brushes up against things that people might be. And I, Felicia said this, but that's not who you used to be. Yeah. You know, and it's like, I know it's not, but I'm growing and changing. And it's like, well, it doesn't match up with our belief system. And it's like, mm -hmm. I know I'm changing. So it's like self-love is, is uh, having the courage to go, but this is yes. the authentic me. This is, this is parts of me that I denied, you know? So it's, and the thing with me is, so when I was in grad school, the professors on graduation day gave each of you a handwritten note, a blessing. So you didn't know it until they gave you the thing. And her, <sighs> her blessing for me said, Deborah, my desire is that you be as loved as deeply as much as you love others. And so for me, I love so deeply and it's like, oh man, you know, I can just get crushed so deeply because my yeah. heart is so big and so wide. So then I give so broadly, but yet it can, um, I really, it's, I just have to really cling to the things that are important to me, even though love wants to override. And then too, it's like the complexity of my faith. See, that's how for 20 years, I, I spiritual bypassed a lot of things. And I adopted suffering and I adopted like grown up, we would read the Fox's Book of Martyrs. And so I was able to rationalize. I would be the, a lot of my journey until I just die. So it's like, I mean, I left a marriage after 20 years. I walked out with five kids. I just walked because it's like, it wasn't hard. But what happened is I looked back with my, in my psychoanalysis and said, it's hard for me when I'm not being honored to really push through, especially when it's a husband-wife relationship or with a man, the hierarchy there and being financially dependent. So I think uh, what she has helped me with is to really get in touch that these woundings began long ago. I mean, if you think of it, a family of five, there were five kids in seven years with twins at the end. I mean, how can each child be honored and really, um, it was just chaotic, chaotic home. Not that it wasn't loving. I mean, my mom's awesome. You all know that, but we all um, come into our adult years right. with wounds and scars. And I think having the children and then having a large family and just being so absorbed into that. Um, I'm a late bloomer in terms of uh, my self-acceptance and self, self, more like self-growth. Yeah. But our kids can also be that band-aid you know, that we hold on to band-aid over band-aid and they're growing up and we continuously until they leave the home. And then it's like, now what, 
we're yes. left with that and finding well, I, that identity. Yeah. I mean, I was just saying, I think street parking has been a new family for me. I have never felt so accepted, so honored, so loved. Um, just being on here. I mean, this, this is a healing moment. It's healing because you're inviting, you're, you're saying you have worth. And uh, it's interesting because my mom can't quite figure it out. She only knows this through the church. You know, the yeah. church is where, and she's like, what is this group? How, how is this love? And she's just so blown away week after week. When I read her the comments, she said this, it's just, a, it's like no other because it's not a church, but it's just the rawness of wanting to come alongside and be kind and to show love and empower one another. I love it because I need it. It's not hard to do. I need it. I'll be. No, I am cheerleader because yeah. I need, I tag them. You know, I'm anyone that comes yeah. by. I just tag and just go. I love you, ladies. I, I'm because I need you bad. Yeah, I, I agree. I, I need it. I know I need it, and that it's a big part of me not losing my identity. So it's like, I, I, I love each and every one of you guys, but it's the moments where. I receive the comments or the texts and my heart feels so full. And it mm -hmm. really, I, I love the family values that street parking incorporates, like really the strong family foundation. And that's why I feel like it's so successful in bringing people together and rejoicing over each other's, you know, um, victories mm -hmm. and no, and no victory is too small in the street parking community. You could do one burpee, one jump yeah. and everybody is cheering you on. So yeah. it's, but I totally, I can, I absolutely agree with you. I need it too. And it, it's helped me in my journey that, you know, even though I'm a mom and it, I, it, that comes first and always will, I'm also so much more. And mm -hmm. I feel like that's the whole self-love uh, effect podcast is us women sharing our stories and knowing that we're not alone. Um, right. and it's a me too moment, you know? Um, so yeah. Um, but it, it's beautiful to see that you are growing and you're, you're finding yourself and also with the, uh, psychoanalysis that you're able to, you know, for people that don't understand that, you know, we talk about the subconscious and conscious mind on here. We've hit on a few times, but with Freud, you know, the subconscious is in full control. It just doesn't know it. The conscious is not in control, but it thinks it is. Um, so it's one of those things where our subconscious is in full control and it is like a child. Mm -hmm. It hangs on to every little thing, which in long term, you know, is our belief system. And that's why it's so hard for us to just, you know, um, climb over that wall or tear it down mm -hmm. because we're so used to something for so long. If, you know, we attach what, whatever it is to our subconscious, it could be, um, you know, you have to have a degree to make good money in life. If that's what was said in your household. So then it carries on well, if you work at Costco, you're not good enough. Uh, you'll never be wealthy. So um, it's like, but with the psychoanalysis, do you see um, the change in your subconscious mind? Yeah, I think what has been the most beneficial is 
every moment or every breath or every lack of breath or every space where I might not even know what to say, she'll just be like, where is Deborah now? Where, where is she? What is the hesitation about? Um, where did you go? When did this happen before? Were there times um, as a child that you stepped back and didn't go forward? Or just as it's helped me as I repeat those patterns and I, when I hit, brush up against something where I really have to, uh, I wanna be heard, but yet because there was such chaos in our home, we would often uh, not be heard and I would get used to that. Well, then that has led to parts of me die. And then I, it's not hard for me to walk. And so, and sometimes it's right to walk and sometimes it's not. I mean, for I, there's a price we pay when we make really hard decisions, but usually we do it because we want a better life for ourselves. Right. So, um, yeah, it's. Yeah, that, you know, to walk away to, and to evolve that's true strength. Um, it's hard. I, I couldn't imagine being in your shoes, but from the things I've seen in my life um, and growing up, it takes somebody with true, with inner strength and mental strength, uh, especially when you're the mom and you walk away and you have your kids. Um, but to evolve into also, you knowing that this is going to be better for them um, and you, but them in particular, um, because kids, no matter their age, they're like magnets. And, and we, if, even if they're 16, 15, 32, they're still learning from us. I know I'm always learning from my parents, um, at still at this age, because it's, you know, you're our teachers and you always will be no, um, whatever said, it just sticks to us. Mm -hmm. um, but I think um, just this came up for me, this emerged, I feel like we're in therapy, yeah. this emerged as you were talking, <laughs> um, is that even with the courage to leave, there was trauma involved in that for me, because the church I was in, I was shunned. I was literally voted out. And at that point, when I was brought up, in front of the whole church, I was like, you don't need to vote me out. Like, I'm just going to step out. But just that, like, that's what no one knows is that these steps of courage are hard. It's like, this was my family, you know, like this was, um, and they, I, I guess I'm just saying that it's, I think, you know, I even have lingering trauma from that, that you embrace a culture. And then when you are courageous and you go, but I can't do it anymore because of this, this, and this, and they go, that doesn't, that doesn't line up with, and you just go, but I have to do this. I must move on. And you're literally shunned. Yeah. And just the, I think Desiree, what that, those moments embed seeds of empathy for me. So when you see me alive in street parking, there's a piece of me that is a fighter that'll say, no. These women that come here will feel welcome. They will feel seen. They will be heard because there's a Deborah inside of here. 
that didn't get that when she needed it most. And so that's what comes out of brokenness. For me, we can either, and I said this at the podcast, the mama's podcast, we can either become bitter or better. And I just know that when I, I was like, I think that has allowed me to have deep empathy for others because of my own suffering. No one knows that when they see me out here being a street parker, they go, wow, she's alive. But every day I go, I will find joy. I'll find joy. Even if I wake up tomorrow morning and I start thinking about that, that moment when I received that letter on Christmas Eve that said, we voted you out because you hardened your heart. You weren't open to the elders that you've hardened your heart. So let's, when that memory comes, I go, no, no, Deborah, you took a step of courage, but you're not being patted on the back for it. But what it allows me is that Deborah, we don't know what someone else is walking. And I, that's why it's like, I am so empowered that that's, this is my little secret of what empowers me, Desiree. Try not. (laughs) This is my secret. Because when we are wounded, we can come along other women, alongside other women and go, I see you. I value you, I love you, and you are not gonna get, I, I, I don't want that to happen to you. So that's, that's why I have so much joy. I will find it. When I get in there, I go, I will wake up and I will find joy. I might not know where it is when my feet land on the floor, but I go, it's a scavenger hunt. It's a scavenger hunt in the smallest of ways. Today, my, fa- my moment of finding joy is before I got on the podcast, I was just writing down some notes and I wrote down the serenity prayer. And wait, me you know, two hours before I got on with you, I happened just randomly to turn on another podcast of something else. And the guy started saying the serenity prayer. See, that's where joy showed up. You know what God did? He just winked at me. All he did is he winked and he said, we, you thought that came from you here. And so I just go, I go, found joy. But I never know. I just love it because it's like, I'll find it. I just don't know. And see, that's how I, that's how I sustain myself through, through suffering and trauma when it comes up these moments that of hard decisions I had to make and am still making. I'm still making it. I, I mean, you think I come from a family of five. I have five kids. They have spouses, there's grandkids, you know, there's complexity and systemic life in that. Right. So in that, how do I honor myself in these relationships that might be difficult, that might be new, that might be old, that might, so anyway, it's, it's a daily, my self-love, self-acceptance, my new journey that my psychoanalysis is helping me with is Deborah, are you honoring your authentic and true self? But Desiree, what's hard is I have to give up some of the old roles that that you're a good Samaritan. Suffering, Jesus suffered. What about the martyrs? And I have to go, no, God wants us to live a life and live it abundantly. And that's what I'm choosing now. That's what I, at 60, I feel like with Desiree at her 50, we, we get mightier. The older we get, we are a force to be reckoned with. That's what I say when I first look down, like, I like just wanted to start dancing, go watch out. Like, she's 50, I'm 61. We are forces to be reckoned with, Desiree. Yeah. Oh, and, and that's, so I was listening to uh, Green Lights, Matthew McConaughey's new book, and he was brought up in a home where, uh, you know, God was their whole belief system. 
and he talks about going to the monastery and where he kept talking talking to a monk and he said he wouldn't tell me anything back and that's where i jotted down this note where he finally at the end of the conversation he goes were well, you gonna give me any advice and he looks at him and he says me too that's it and then it was like sometimes we don't need advice sometimes we just need to hear we aren't the only ones and knowing that can you read that or is that yes advice is an imposition dialogue is a invitation see this is this is a wink this yes. is my quote <laughs> this is a wink and this is my quote what exactly are you saying <laughs> that is it yeah <sighs> and yeah. that's what you and i are doing right now yeah i don't have any advice for you you have none for me but you know what we have we are dialoguing and it's an invitation. You tell me about your life. I'll tell you about mine. And can, can we sit together in this sacred spot? And I honor you and you honor me. Yeah. It can be so simple. That's what I don't understand. It could be so simple. And out of that comes, I love you. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it is. It's so simple. And we said this the last two previous podcasts ago where the jujitsu coach tells me it's as simple as smiling because it takes so much hate and negativity mm -hmm. so much energy when it's takes no energy to smile or be happy for one another to empower one yes. another and it it that's you know we're all on this earth together there you know and that's what you might go through i might go through and, and it might not be the same thing but we're still hurting in the same way. Whereas, you know, our emotions, we're human beings, we share the same emotions, but it's, you know, we have to really stray away from, well, my story is greater than yours because it's not, it's not, we're all equals. There's no greater birthing story that's better than the other or less significant. Um, there's no better moms. There's no you doing it better because all our kids are different and there's no correct way to self-love or self-acceptance because it's your personal journey. It's my personal journey. There's no right or wrong because I'm doing it for me. You're doing it for you. And that's why I just like told my husband, I got to do this podcast, but I want it just to be just women or and men too, but just people. Yes. and us just sharing because someone is listening and is on the opposite end and saying oh, me too i'm yes. not alone you're not yes. alone yeah. who, who would ever think street parking at 61 feels alone they would go she's alive every moment of <laughs> i feel alone i suffer i agonize i have to tell myself every day deborah you are allowed to say you're welcome in this home you are not. And that's foreign to me, but that's self-love. Self-love yeah. is going, Deborah, you are allowed to respect your values, your convictions, your likes, your dislikes, and those people that will honor you, respect you, and recognize that are welcome. Yeah. This year will hold times when I will have to tell family for the first time, no, you're not welcome. 
that's my self-growth. Do you know what that's going to be like? But we always came. Yeah, you know what? And Deborah wasn't true to herself. That's self-growth. That's courage. That's another form of courage. Oh, it's a big, it's a big. Isn't I, it? That's what I'm talking about. Yes. To yeah, say you're not welcome, but it's because I'm loving myself. Whereas I, I was a little confused before. I thought self-love meant no boundaries and everybody's welcome. But then why am I pissed off when they leave? Well, Deborah, you didn't honor yourself. Mm -hmm. You didn't honor yourself. Do you have the courage to do it now? So I just run it by my therapist. I'm like, how should I handle this one? And she, you know how she has to help me. She said, you, all you have to say is, you know what? Things got complicated when you were here before and you must've noticed that too. Don't you love it? I like that. You know, it's so easy. I know I wrote that down. I thought I'm just gonna, we, we know when tensions between us, you don't even have to just say things got complicated. And that's hard. That's hard it's, too, yes. especially family. Um, I've had to being, you know, in my thirties and I've had to cut off family and I always question, did I do the right thing? I and know. it's like, why am I making myself feel so bad when I know their intentions? I know I've seen it. I grew up with it. I know that they're not going to be good for my kids. They're destructive. Yet we, as humans try to make excuses for the other person, or we try to make ourselves feel bad to try to justify why we did it and we shouldn't because then we're going against our yep. own self-love belief system that we're trying to create but we're dismantling it in the process to try to find justification when we don't need justification there you go amen preach it and i second that motion yes <laughs> i'm gonna interview you now <laughs> yes that's what i'm talking about we can self-love comes in so many forms yes we can love our bodies and we can love our saggy skin but then there's a self-love of our whole convictions that when it brushes up against where we have to say like no and you're not welcome like i'm that's this is my journey coming up because and i have i have this, my notes i always this is what i say in these relationships these are the three things am i considered recognized and respected see those are three really good things that are just easy like as 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 you're brushing up with people every day yeah and i like that that's a great way to practice self-love because yeah, isn't it? yeah because am i considered you, exactly who you let in regardless of what how strong or you want to say well i am too tough but they're in some way will leave a mark on you yeah. regardless of what you think because you are a human being you have emotions mm -hmm. we all do but yeah i, I love that you these, ask these yourself two, those questions yeah and then these are the two challenges that follow that how active am i in establishing autonomy from this and what do i need to give up for my own autonomy desiree at my age that means giving up of dreams dreams you thought when that your door would be open, it's giving up of dreams, wishes, desires. It cuts across your heart. This is why I'm self love is going, but it's trauma to have this come pastor in my house. Like it doesn't make it peaceful. Yeah. Yeah. So that that that's where my uh self-growth is right now is really trying to live authentic to me and part of it too is on the other side is being 
alive as I want to be. Sometimes I think they're, they think I'm so silly. They think I'm just so much energy for 61. I'll be 62 in August. And I just have to say, I don't care. I don't care. I'm alive. I could, we get done with the workout and I'm like ready to go jumping and they're on the ground. And I'm like, oh, we're ready. <laughs> I have to go, Deborah. It's okay, Deborah. It's okay. You're alive. You're like your father. You love to play. I have to seriously, even in that, I have to go. It's okay, Deborah. Just, just be you. It's, it's. So it's just. Uh, I think we all have these little uh, demons, you know, that try to tell us to calm down, straighten up, do this, and it's like. I just want to keep evolving into the authentic Deborah. Mm which I think I sort of said the two things are uh, blessing my aliveness even greater because I think no wait what if I stay this way and I'm 70 I think I will well then it'll even be crazier they're like well we thought she'd slow down or like you know die a little or call so like, <laughs> I, I have to I have to think that I'll still be as alive then I'm like oh well and then the other side is the the self-love and being letting the Deborah that needs to speak up and go you're not welcome. Like that's so, that's hard, but it's like, uh, that's what I'm working on. Well, I think you're doing an amazing job just channeling and working around it all and really embracing who you are today. And I love even during our self love body positivity challenge, you had sent the picture and and I looked at her, I was like, oh my gosh, she's so beautiful. And you're aging absolutely beautiful. And you were like, I'm me accepting change and the wrinkles. And that's beautiful because people, well, women especially, we tend to go backwards. Men too, we try, we have these midlife crisis or younger people want to look older and older people want to look younger. And we're just like, when in reality, if you just accept the chapter that you're in, you would be happier because you would see a lot of self-growth. That's where it blossoms, self-acceptance. But we tend to just do this tug of war of things. But your picture was so inspirational to me because it's like the I've, you know, gone through changes with my own body with, you know, birth and just fitness and losing a tremendous amount of weight. And it's like, you're alive. Like that's a blessing all on its own. Mm -hmm. And if we can all just see it that way and we would have more of this closure within ourselves and then closing that chapter in, you know, unacceptance and then moving on. And then, you know, those around us would be inspired and mm -hmm. hey, if she's like this, if he's like this, then what am I doing? You know, why don't I accept myself? So it was just a beautiful photo to look at. And I'm just like, man, like you, you are everything that I aspire to be like, especially when it comes to self-love, because even though you are still in this growing, you know, this journey of growth, you're doing everything possible um, to better yourself, to, to, you know, refining your identity and, you know, having all this energy and, and this spark and this inspiration and like it, it empowering those around you whoever that may be you're leaving your mark and on this and in this life if you could just leave it better than you found it i think that alone is a great testimony mm -hmm. um because some of us just you know are like we kind of give up and i've been at that point where i'm just like it doesn't matter it my it's just you know my story doesn't matter mm 
it doesn't but it does because somebody else might be feeling that way or is too scared but when you step up to the plate and when you're vulnerable and just leave it all out you know on a silver platter someone will find it and take a hold of it and sit and will say okay it's not too late or it's not over i could do it too and then they regain regain the strength to move on in their life mm -hmm. and that's and i feel like that's why you radiate so much empower women empowerment and empowerment in general um which leads me to what does empowerment mean to you so when i think of um when i use that hashtag women empowering women i think of you so I think I'll often tag you. So let's say the picture of where I see a picture of myself and I see the Sunday image on my neck and I go, oh my gosh, like I'm only 60 and I look like a 70 year old, not gray hair. I'm, I accept that because that's norm. That comes with the territory. But I think this I did to myself by being outside and then, you know, laying out in the sun back in the day. And I still love being outside and in the sun, but I always go, no, Desiree, Desiree shows her stretch marks. So <laughs> Deborah will show. We're not going to hide this. And then I go, that's women empowering women. Because when we are vulnerable, not how many pull ups, toes to bar, how many, no, 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 we all can do that. I mean, I can tame to that. And we can get right. stronger. But it's when we say, I'm not okay. I'm struggling with this part of me, whether it be for you, it's the stretch marks, for me, it's my leather neck. For me, it's my wrinkles that I have more than, I'm not going to say should have, because that's put judgment on it, more than I would like. <laughs> and I go, no, Women Empowering Women says, I accepted this of me, like you accept yes. it. And when I put that out there, I hope that someone else says yes, and I accepted this part of me. I don't know what it is for them, but it's saying, in my vulnerability, I lay it out there because I believe that's what empowers one another, not our greatness. That often makes right. us feel insecure. We compare. I wish I could be that. It's like, and that's what I love about being on this podcast. I, I, I want people to know I'm, I struggle too. That's why every morning that song I put on, get up, good morning, put your feet on the floor. And the other one is smile, smile that will find joy. And I always say, I start on Wednesday morning when I get in the car to go to mom's, find joy. We all can find it. It might not come till midday or late in the day, but we can find, right. we will find it. If we just look up, look around. See, I, I got it today in the serenity prayer. It was like, I wrote it and then it was, and I just smiled. I'm like, okay, I found joy. The scavenger hunt. We're on yeah. a scavenger hunt every day. It, yeah, it really is. It really, you have to look for, you can't just expect it just to come to you all the time. And then it's exciting. Yeah. It's fun. It's like, I just yeah. go, wow, maybe it'll be that neighbor. Hi. And then he's a jackass. It's like, okay, I guess you're not my joy this morning. Maybe someone else. I don't know where I'll find it, you know? Yeah. So any, what advice would you give somebody that's currently struggling in their journey and, and you know, acceptance and growth and love, loving themselves, um, you know, not just someone of any age, what, what advice would you give them? Mm. Uh, the advice I would give them is don't be alone. Find a support system. See, 
when I, re I retired and I went to Arizona for two years in California and I came back looking for a CrossFit box. I couldn't find one. So I started street parking. I was alone for four months in my garage and I was like, this isn't good for me. And I threw it out there and I found this group of women and I'm like, if you're wanting, if you're alone to be together, even alone with others is, is better. So I don't, I don't know if I'm answering your question. I don't have no, you are. advice to give. It's not, it's not about advice because I think we both, we all carry hard times inside of us, but to carry it together. So to me, it's like, find a tribe, find a tribe, find some women, find, I don't know, you know, just, I, I would get on my knees and plead and just say, God, find, I, I loved having my five kids around, but they're all gone. Like, this is lonely. And I needed a culture and it happened. Uh, street parkers, you all, you all are my family now. You're all my family. I love that. You're my family. I love you. Yeah, we love you. I love you. Um, but I am going to side note, maybe Miranda needs to give you some harder wads. I don't know. <laughs> what did I, said, you say? I said Miranda might have to create some harder wads for you. Oh, you're too uh, funny. <laughs> but yeah, we love you. I know I love you. I and you're right. Like the worst thing we could do for ourselves is to be alone, to let all that pent up stuff just stay mm. in our heads. And, you know, uh, we all go through it. I go through it sometimes too. I mean, I work out alone in my garage, but I continuously will talk to somebody from street parking every single day, whether it's uh, fit mama to strong girl, Shelly, um, or gritty, uh, Julia. I mean, whoever it you is. have to realize i'm a twin yeah <laughs> I've, I've only been alone for six minutes yes. my entire life no can you fathom that i came down the no. so i was in the womb together picture pushing and you feel i came down the womb for six minutes i'm six minutes older than her we shared the crib we shared the bed we shared the bedroom till we went to college then i had a roommate then i got married I shared the bed, shared the bed again, had five kids. And you now, you know what I'm saying at 60? I need to breathe and have some of my own space. But I need my tribe of women. See, we all bring into this what we need, what we were born with. Yeah. So when I say I don't want to be alone, this is psychoanalysis right now. Yeah. Desiree, where is it coming from? Because I've had someone, I've had a woman next to me with me and it's like to be alone working out there's something in my dna that says but that's because i'm a twin mm. i'm a twin so now i have to find the balance between but i need space i need i need to figure out this self-growth thing because i am a twin so where is deborah and my twin sister and i are as opposite as night and day but so we have a love and a respect for one another on every, if we would, we would, if we had to march in different movements, she'd be in one march and I'd be on the other march. We're yin and yang. But all to say is that it's just interesting why I crave what I crave and need what I need. Right. You know, 
it comes from our subconscious and what was poured in, even in the womb. I knew there was someone in there with me. I knew there was a beating heart. Even that we touched up against in psychoanalysis, the grieving of that. They're happy. You're on your wedding day. You're getting married. But I was just with my twin for 20 years. We did all these things. See, I have a piece of me that suffers. I miss my twin sister. Oh, but we don't miss our twin sister. We're happily married and have five kids now. No. Mm -hmm. We're complex. That's why I say, you know what? We're complex and complicated people. So that's why when when I have to do hard things, I can just make a broad sweep and we can tell those people they're not welcome because they know that things got complicated when they were here. <laughs> I just remember, I'm just remembering the word complex and complicated. I'm going to use it all the time for people that I, I love it. Bring anything to. Things got complex and complicated and, and I'll own it. I'm complex and complicated. So I'll own it. I'm going to write that down. I mean, I'm yeah, complicated, but those are the two words. Just write them down <laughs> on the wall so that when the door, yeah. just open the door, just open the door and go, things got complex. And complex. We'll <laughs> talk about it later. And you know, anyway. Yeah, no. Yeah. I feel like that I'm at that point where there's things like that going on in my life, but I'm again, trying to find justification and like, I'm like, no, don't do That's that. Then, this is yeah. self-love. Yeah. This is self-love too. Loving desiree to the folds to go you know what it's too much it's too much it's too stressful it's okay it's stressful absolutely there it you is. go yeah see this is women empower yeah. women right now mm -hmm. i empower you to be able to go it's too absolutely. stressful and that's enough look what we just said on the motto to each other before it started Are, did we just say we're enough yes well what if our belief system says you bring stress into my life isn't that enough why did I have to go to psychoanalysis to figure this out? I should have just said it's enough. <laughs> yeah. Why do I have to figure out where, why, how? That's what I'm realizing. I'm not, I'm stopping all this stuff and just saying it's enough. Yeah. Why? I don't know. I just feel it in my bones. I just feel it in my bones. See, that's the stronger you get, the older you get. I'll be a force to be reckoned with at 70. You'll have me back on oh, here at 70. I'm sure I will. <laughs> I know. I know. My dad's I'm always like. Sure. <laughs> my dad tells me just wait till you hit 50 you really don't care exactly um, he's and he's always had this motto and i thought i was funny because for some reason like green lights hit me and all oh, it was just such an amazing book so i'm listening to it all over again on audio and my dad has always taught us do not walk in any room hunched over acting like you need something you walk in every single place like you own it and he had his mom had taught him that mcconaughey matthew mcconaughey's mom had taught him that at such a young age and i'm like me too my dad too but we're not so far off in our stories none of us no matter if you're a celebrity or you know just a mom a dad um a college student uh whatever but we're not and it's just um yeah we're all significant all our stories you know when i thought of that that i had to throw my shoulders back and and walk like i owned it so after i got divorced and i was shunned from the church picture all my kids are in soccer with all the people from the church no i you know what i said deborah throw your shoulders back you did nothing wrong you were allowed to say this doesn't work even though there wasn't all the things that they want you're allowed you, you were allowed and i would just tell myself as i walked into the soccer out to the soccer field and you're i just throw my shoulders back and go deborah it's fine 
you're allowed. You are allowed. You needed this. You wanted this, but that was what I had to, you have to own it. You have mm -hmm. to own it. Yep. You have to own it. You make that decision. You own it. You throw your shoulders back and go, they're looking at you as, and you have to go. Nope. 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 Yeah. Yeah. And then people start to realize you don't need them. Um, yeah. They might need you, but you don't need them. Um, love that i love <laughs> this this is visiting this is like you know what I mean? yeah I it's it's totally like if people well, the women i've had prior like i'm nervous like what is this like do i have to do anything so i come scripted and i'm like it's a conversation between two women two friends and that's the beauty of it that with each other we're able to navigate and see what happens next just let it come natural um, cause we all have something to say. Maybe you were holding on to something. You've never said it out loud, or maybe you have something to share that you want others to know to, that they're not alone or just, mm -hmm. you know. well, Desiree, I think of even being on here. So before I get on, I think, well, what do I have to, what do I have to say? What, what do I have to say? That's worthy. I'm, I'm just me. What, but part of being self, um, self growth is going, she invited me. Mm -hmm. So she must think that there's something noteworthy. Mm -hmm. And so I throw my shoulders back and go, hi, Desiree. And you, this is how you grow. You yeah. face that fear. You face the fear of going, well, what do I, what I have to share? And then I go, my story, my story's enough. See that we get back to how we started. It's enough. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it is. And see, that's how women empowering women that we all could, we all have a story to share, you know, but we think, Am I going to say it right? Am I going to do this? Mm -hmm. I'm going to do that. It's like, no, I'm not going to say it right. We'll just put that out there right now. Let's just put it out there. No, we're not going to say it right. We're not going to look right. So great. Now we're free. Good. Yeah. Now we're free. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You have nothing to prove to no, anybody. Exactly. Don't you love um, it? Yeah. Be proud of yourself. Do it for you. Show up for yourself. It doesn't matter what so-and-so thinks. And I love that you said that because it doesn't matter how many toes to bar. It doesn't matter how much you can lift on a dead bar, dead, you know, deadlift. No one cares. Let's psychoanalyze that dead bar. You <laughs> hate that bar, don't you? <laughs> yeah, yeah when it comes to a from a dead bar. When it dead comes bar. to a hundred thrusters, yeah, I do. That's why dead, <laughs> dead bar. Yeah. That's what came from. That's a psychoanalysis. <laughs> Slip right there. That's oh, awesome. it was a Freudian slip. Yes, I hate I hate that bar. I uh, hated funny. it Saturday. And Hades lived it's up to his name. Different. You still hate it. Yeah. Oh it. man. Yeah. I love it. Oh, I just feel like it's a domino effect. And you know, when we speak and we let the conversation flow and empower one another, yes. that's where it starts. It, it creates this effect. And when what and when one domino falls, the other ones follow um and we just all you know we can learn so much from one another so much if it's either listening to somebody's story listening to a podcast reading a book um really and our stories what, what it's saying at this very moment is i value you is that not the essence of what we yearn for yeah. that's why the quote i'm going to leave leave with is advice is an imposition and dialogue is an invitation because I'm not here to tell, I don't want to advise you. Like even people would say as a therapist, no, 
I shall, I helped them look deep within their souls. I said, you know what? You don't need me here for advice. I was not that kind of therapist. I said, the good is within you. The good is already within you. Let's find it together. I'm going to help you shine that light into your soul because it's in there. And then what happens when we hear that? We blossom, we bloom, and we value one another. See, that's what, that's how I found high grow. I didn't grow when people said, you're bad, you're wrong. That's a poor decision. No, I, I blossom and grow when people say that was courageous. That's amazing. You did a hard thing. It's not having, it's, it's, it's that. It's what's happening right now. Right. Between you and I, I value you. You value me. We're having a dialogue. But I don't have any advice for you because you have it. You have it all within you. And you know, time is that one thing that it's the greatest gift you can give another human being. Um, so that's why I'm so honored. I mean, it's, it's an honor to have to take somebody's time to, mm -hmm. when someone gives it to you, because I, it does, it comes down to, I value you. You're giving me this time that you can't get back. Time is the one thing. And I still believe it's the greatest gift we can give one another. It, it's, it's your time. You, you can't, that's it. Once it's gone, it's gone. The next minute, the next five minutes, the next 30 minutes, the next hour, it's gone. You never get it back. There's no time travel. Um, but ah, ah, I just feel like so much, so much was said and just so much to absorb. And, um, I love re-listening, re-listening and I take notes and I'm like, Oh, I, I totally forgot that was said, but, um, yeah. Is there anything else? Is there anything else you want to close with or share anything on your heart? I feel like I want to, I want to share with you the you know how I said about, am I being considered recognized or respected? The other, the other thing is to know when it's starting to feel stress, why is it stress, something stressful? There's often this going on and it's the acronym for emotional blackmail and it's fog, fear, obligation, and or guilt. Those are my check marks of when, why am I something happening in here that doesn't feel right? Well, someone's trying to use fear Mm -hmm. obligation or guilt to change your belief system, change your thought process or change you. So that, that's, that's, a, that's what I would love to leave also is that if you feel that in your soul, something's, it's time to dig deep and, and, and that's a self-growth time to go. Something's not right here. Yeah. So that's the, am I being considered recognized, respected? That's what I'm working on. Um, and then saying, what am I doing to establish autonomy in that? What do I need to give up? What do I need to grieve? What dreams do I have to give up? It's not what I thought and what's happening here. And often there's fog and I can't see straight, but I can sort it out. And then comes courage mm. to do the hard thing. And to be true to myself. And that's yeah. a journey that I'll be facing this year. Well, I encourage you guys, if you're listening, to answer those questions to yourself. I love that. Am I being considered? Are my thoughts being recognized? Am I being respected? I feel like those three questions in particular, we don't ask ourselves enough. Mm. So again, if I this is a challenge to you um, coming from Deborah and I try to answer those questions, not just once a week, make it a daily habit. That way, you know, and 
I think people can grow from that. I know I'm going to challenge myself. There's lots of times where um, I kind of just brush it off and don't even bother answering them. Am I being respected? Are my thoughts being recognized? And more times than none, I can answer no to all three. Um, but in order to grow, we need to make those yes, mm -hmm. <laughs> yeses. Um, what, what am I, what, how active am I in establishing autonomy from that? And what do I need to give up to move on in that? Can I end with a serenity prayer? Yes, absolutely. Okay, and so it says, God, grant me the serenity to accept. I love that. God, grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, courage to change the things I can, and wisdom to know the difference. And so like for myself, I highlighted those three verbs. I have to accept, I have to have courage, and then the wisdom. I'm going to show you something. It's old. It's old. It's very old. Oh. <laughs> I know I'm about to cry, that's but <laughs> that's a wink. That's it a joy. is. You found joy. It's eight o'clock here in my time. You just found joy right there. That's yeah, I, I did. It. It's my that's very, very first Bible cover, and it's torn to pieces, and I won't replace it. Um, nope. When things were getting bad, especially living in Missouri and being miles away from my parents, uh, I ended up started taking uh went to bible study and i thought well you know what's the worst that can happen um so i bought myself a bible it's my first bible i purchased ever it's highlighted That's all over beautiful. but this is my very first cover and it's the serenity player so I love that. <laughs> oh my heart feels so full and i feel like going into the rest of the week it's going to be Aww. so absolutely full um I'm just so thankful you said yes. I'm so grateful that street park parking brought us together. They align, the universe is aligned, whatever you believe yes. in, right. it aligned. And um, now we're here and really just emphasizing on empowering one another, um, making this world a better place, making ourselves better, evolving um, and growing every single day. But I'm just so That's thankful. Right. Thank you for creating this space. You, you've created a space to honor women and to to honor the pieces of ourselves that that we might not share with others, but you give us a safe place. You guys give me a safe place, and I'm always and and I love it too because he'll listen to this later. But my husband will go through and he does the audio. Um, and there's times where he, like, I see him really emotional. I'm like, he never gets emotional. He's like, he's like, it, it, it's like hearing these stories and taking that time. Like, like, yes, it's beautiful. And it, it does it's vulnerability. And again, it's, you know, knowing your value and your worth and, mm -hmm. um, just sharing and being a testimony. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, yeah um yeah it's been a blessing it's been, i i hesitated for a very long time to do the podcast i've had mm -hmm. sat on equipment <laughs> mm -hmm. and but you know it was time and um you know like you said i it it was a wink and i yes. i needed it and i needed it i yeah. i need this um so hearing these stories it makes my life fuller it brings me joy um 
<laughs> well, I, I love that you do it. And I, you brought a, this much more healing to me by inviting me. Do you know that Desiree? You, you know right. what you said? You know what you said? You know what this said to me? <clears throat> Deborah, we're curious what you have to say. You are curious yeah. about me. You, you respected parts of me. You honored me before you even asked. It, you brought that heal, that healed a part of my soul that maybe we don't know what God had in store. Maybe it's a little healing of when the elders said, you have no worth, you're bad. You know what you just said? Deborah, you're good. Yeah, and you're worthy. See, that's women empowering women right there. And that's yes. why I get excited and could go <laughs> dance and leave. Right, right there. That gets me excited. Oh. That gets me excited. If I could jump through the screen, I give you a hug. <laughs> women empowering me women too. over things like that. You just yeah. inviting me because what you said is you honored me and thought that I had worth. And of course, I'm going to say yes and face my fear. What do I have to say? Because I don't care what I have to say. You obviously know I have something to say and I'm going to believe it. Right. Yeah. <laughs> don't yeah. hope this all isn't going to be on. Yeah. I'm going to be carried away. But that's what I do. I see if you invited me, I'm like, she believes in me. And the thing is, I, I have a bucket that has a bottom. So if someone ever on any street parking thing says, we believe in you, you know what I say? I accept it. I always accept it. If someone says, I believe in you, I accept it. Cause then the bucket, my bucket. So, you know, when you invited me, I thought, what do I have to say? I'm like, doesn't matter. She believes in me. Yeah. That's yeah. women empowering women. Bing. <laughs> <laughs> That's right, it. Desiree, That's I love you. Up. You're awesome. You've I love you too. Of healing and just things that you'll never know till you see the pearly gates, the, the job you're doing with this. Oh God. I love you. I, it, okay. Thank you again. It's just, okay. uh, I don't okay. even know what to say at this moment. Cause I'm so full of joy. Okay. Uh, yes. Hug virtual hug. <laughs> um, right. But before I close out and talk to you, Deborah, let me go ahead and close out our listeners. Um, thank you guys again for listening for another week. Um, I hope you guys took away all the joy I did in listening to this podcast. And again, thank you for your constant love and support. And also I won't forget, let me drop you some discount codes. Born Primitive Spring Collection is here. It's dropped and don't wait, don't walk, run. I'm telling you guys, make sure you get your sizes. Um, I'm not sure about restocks, but head on over to Born Primitive. They are a phenomenal humanitarian, uh, military owned, always going above and beyond. You can head over. I have, I will include a direct link that I now have. Um, you can also use BP Des 10 2014, but I'll go ahead and drop the link just to make it a little easier for you guys. And those of you who follow me on social media, on IG, you can click the link tree and I have a direct direct link on there. Also head on over to Wad and Done. I know Deborah likes, loves them as much as I do. Stop tearing, get yourself some grips, invest in these grips. They have the best adhesive in the world. They won't come off. Um, and they, they too are just an absolute fantastic company. Um, customer service is, oh my, is brilliant. They're amazing. Um, so head on over, use discount code treasures10 at checkout. And also, if you don't like the taste of apple cider vinegar, head on over to Goalie, get yourself some apple cider gummies. Um, 
And last but not least, head on over and give your support to not just the brute force community, but I'm going to leave you guys with this one this week because I have it on my heart, but also the street parking community, give them some love, uh, and your support. It, uh, and you know what, combine the two brute force and street parking combined into one change up your fitness regimen and invest in a kettlebell, um, sandbag or just a sandbag. So you guys, again, thank you for your love and support. I love you guys so much. Um, I hope you guys again, love this one as much as I did and have an amazing week. Talk to you guys soon. Bye.